Jimmy with an icy Jones. Bank account booming, fast lane zooming. Going around the world for my high post grooming. Max like a preacher, love like a teacher. Got a girl trips in Paris when I want to eye people. Too many clothes, got a rag top robe. Passing white system in my speakers of bone. I kick it like a champ, I thought you knew it. But camping ain't easy, but somebody got to do it. Yo, I say want you to be on Lifestyle for too famous. Man, hang up on that fool. Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Lewis S. Black, coming to you with another podcast. Today's subject is going to be an incident that went out in, I can't say necessarily my hometown, but my city of current residence, Dallas, Texas. There's a brother by the name of Kevin Kelly, who is an attorney. And unlike most attorneys, he's done something real fly, which is he decided to not only go into business, for himself by practicing law but he decided to open up a few restaurants he has a spot off in houston i heard and he definitely has a spot out here in downtown dallas called true kitchen and cocktails and instead of a c he spells that with a k so that's real creative and as of recently it has went viral looks like the brother was holding a normal day of business when a large group of ladies decided to start dancing because he had an in-house DJ and looks like something that bit him that a lot of people are trying to use against him is the fact that his DJ started playing some twerk music or should I really say music that is conducive to twerking because it's not really twerk music unless the artist is really really telling you to twerk like juvenile yes That is twerk music because Juvenile is in the song telling you to back it up. A lot of that Luke looks like allegedly, and I'm going to have to bite my words because it looks like they played some Meg Thee Stallion at one point, but looks like what kind of got things going was he played that classic song, Throw That Ass in a Circle. So it looks like that happened and the ladies couldn't help themselves. They wanted to get up from their tables and they wanted to proceed to throw it in a circle and things got kind of out of hand when they decided to get up on the furniture which is really what I'm gonna focus on because I feel like okay to a certain degree yes you're in the eating environment why are you getting up and dancing especially if there's not an open dance floor which it seems like it was it looks like this was a bar type of setting and I don't think he really had an open dance floor like that which means that even though he had a DJ it seems like his motto or his goal was just to have some cool background music playing so that instead of just having to eat in silence or having to just eat and depend on the conversation of you and your friends you know you all can kind of vibe and kind of eat and bob your head which is a good idea because it's nice to be able to actually listen to some music while you're waiting for your food to arrive but being that he didn't have an open dance floor i don't think he was trying to make it that type of uh environment i have been to some bars 
that have open dance floor areas where they don't mind you eating and dancing and twerking. But even in those environments, I don't think anybody, even if you're at a full-blown strip club and they are playing the most classic shaky music, which that's all they play in there, I don't think any owner wants you putting your feet up on the furniture. The furniture is made for butts. Not, not feet. A big thing that a lot of people are not realizing is that can be somewhat of an insurance liability. Because let's say that you're just really feeling the music and you're feeling the alcohol and you decided that you just really want to just get up on top of this couch and you really just want to show everybody what you got. Now what happens if you slip and fall? Are you going to be the stand-up type of woman? to say you know what that was my fault I didn't have no business up on that couch I was drunk I was tripping Ooh, that was embarrassing are you the type that's going to mess around and try to take an inch and turn it into a mile are you an opportunist that would be like hey I slipped and fell but you know that couch was a little slippery so let me go ahead and sue this brother down to his last pair of socks so that can really be an insurance liability now what happened is the brother warned the sisters about two or three different times like hey could y'all stop that could y'all chill out this ain't that type of thing I understand that you're drinking and you're enjoying the music but could y'all just kind of sit down and chill out and he spoke to them several times in a very nice professional manner that I know that the brother is probably capable of because you're not going to make it in this world no matter what race you are you're not going to make it in this world as an attorney at law whether you are defending or prosecuting on whatever level if you don't know how to articulate yourself if you don't have a way with words this brother had a moment because after the fourth or fifth time of him having to repeat himself he went off on that group he was like y'all can get the f up out of here and he was like, hey, I don't even care about your money. This is not the type of environment that I want to have. And to be fair, he did mention a few other places and he wasn't trying to slander these places, but he did mention a few other places where they could go and they could eat. And these places are more conducive to that. These places don't care about you getting up and turning it into a full blown nightclub. He was saying that that's just not what he's trying to have. Now, of course, like always, when it comes to our community, black folks, we're having a civil war amongst ourselves because just like you can flip a quarter and it can be the heads or tails literally on one side of the coin, you have a lot of brothers and sisters that are saying that the behavior was inappropriate. They don't need to be all up on the furniture. There's a time and a place for everything and that he was in the right for coming to them a few times and asking them to stop and then going to where he went. I'm not going to get off into whole details of the story because as I always state, if you are listening to this podcast, because I'm going to start including pictures just so that even if you're not reading the titles and you're seeing this post on Facebook or Twitter or something like that, you pretty much know what the topic is and you should already be aware of this. 
So a lot of people are feeling like he was in the right. And a lot of people are saying that he was in the wrong for these reasons. They're saying that he was in the wrong for cursing at them and telling them to get out and telling them that he doesn't need their money because he's a business owner. And quintessentially, he does need their money. The customer is always right. And they're definitely blaming him and DJ for playing that type of music with them serving alcohol. I mean, first of all, as an adult, what adult is going to go to any restaurant besides a fast food restaurant that is not serving alcoholic beverages? Even if you don't want one, you just, as an adult, you want to be in an environment that is serving alcohol because that lets you know that it's a grown folks environment. That's letting you know that you are somewhere exclusively for adults. So a lot of people are blaming it on the alcohol, blaming it on the music. And like always, we have a lot of sisters, whether it be the thoughts or the sophisticated that are sticking up for them. Of course, I expect for thoughts to stick together. But what's really surprising me is there's a lot of sophisticated upscale respectable sisters that would never in a million years dream of getting up at a restaurant especially after the owner has told them not to and basically twerking shaking their booty in front of everybody and putting their feet all on the couch and putting their hands all up on the windows but they are defending this behavior. Ladies, I got to give it up to y'all. Y'all stick together. Sophistic- I've seen it all this year, definitely. Sophisticated women will defend entanglements and they will defend hood rat behavior like this. They will defend things that they won't even do. Brothers, we have not made it to that level and we will never be at that level. A hardworking respectable sophisticated brother will never sit up here and defend dusty dude behavior we don't defend it because we have worked very hard to get ourselves out of that environment and even if we still live in those environments where dusty dudes are around we we strive very hard to not even engage in that activity and a man is not going to defend any type of activity that he would not partake in. That is just straight up. So as always, we're having a civil war on the way that he did it and how people think that he should have did it. And that's fine because this is all opinion because everybody's posing a good point. The people that feel that he's right, they are right. Because as a business owner, especially as a brother out here, I can already imagine, even though I don't own my own business, I can imagine what he had to go through. Granted, okay, he's a lawyer, so he probably was able to come up with a lot of the startup money and a lot of the collateral on his own. But even still, that's even worse because unlike some people that may have good credit but don't have any money, and they can just get a bank loan in which obviously they have to pay the bank back. I'm pretty sure that for the most part, he was probably able to save a little money and put up his own money. But that makes it even more heartfelt because you're not banking on the bank's money. No pun intended. You're sitting up and you're trying to pay yourself back. You put your hard earned money 
into this. You put your time into this. Because even though he's a lawyer, conveniently, he happened to be right there on the spot during the time of the incident when it happened. I mean, it's only Tuesday, and I'm just hearing about this yesterday, so I'm assuming the reason why he was probably there is because most lawyers work Monday through Friday. And I still had to take my hat off to him because that means that rather than sitting back and enjoying a day or two off from practicing law, you're in here working your jelly and seeing that things go smooth with this business that you've invested in. Word on the streets is that this uh, restaurant has been open for five months. I'll t- I have to also take my hat off to that brother once again because here it is. People have been losing their jobs this year due to the COVID pandemic. And in the midst of all that, not only did you stay employed, you pretty much opened up your own business and you're thriving. They say the brother has a two month waiting list as far as reservations are concerned. So he's definitely not hurting, even if people want to try to do a cancel culture on him, which is not going to be as easy as you think the brother's still going to thrive you know if he was a nationwide chain maybe it'd be easy to cancel him but he's just a local business and as long as the people in dallas are feeling him enough to still spend their money which i'm pretty sure there are because it's really right down the middle as far as how everybody feels then he's going to be okay the people that think he's wrong they are wrong but they're right in a few talking points the only talking points that i'm gonna roll with from the opposition is you're trying to have a certain environment but yet you got a DJ playing the ratchet theme music and word on the streets probably spreads real quick which is hey over at this spot it's real nice he's got the frozen douce which a female has informed me that is the official drink of the hot girl summer and then, you know, he's in there playing Meg the Stallion and playing all this and all this and that. So, you know, the food's music and it's the type of music that we want to listen to. So you're going to attract that type of crowd. And a lot of times it's hard to turn down people just by judging the book by its cover because that's not a good business practice. That's discrimination within itself. So I understand. It's like even though they're stepping in here with the purple weave and with the typical uniform of a thought, you don't want to turn them away because no matter what color their hair is, what color their toenails are, one thing's for certain, their money is green. So you're trying to give people a fair chance, but then things like this happen and it kind of basically blows up in your face. Another thing, and I noticed this in our community, is a lot of people are not really mad at the message. Like, I feel like out of 100%, it's about 25% that just totally don't see anything wrong with what these sisters did. But it's a lot of people that are like, I understand if I had my own restaurant, I would kick them out too. So they're not mad at the message. They're mad at how the message was delivered. They're mad at the fact that he cursed at him. They're mad at the fact that he raised his voice. A lot of people didn't get all of the videos. So 
looking at one clip, which is, you know, the worst clip is always the one that TMZ gets because this brother that went viral for the wrong reason. I've always told people these smartphones will make you famous nowadays. It's just, is the smartphone going to make you famous for something good? Or is it going to make you famous for something bad? So, of course, out of the several cell phone videos that were taken, the one they got to TMZ was the one where he's basically having a Principal Joe Clark moment. And he's basically got the whole restaurant quiet. He's told the DJ to cut the music. And he's basically delivering like this epic speech on how as a brother he's trying to have something nice that we can go to that we can call our own and you know to stop acting so ignorant and all this and that and it seems like a principal yelling at the cafeteria after a food fight or something but what people fail to realize is of course the whole restaurant wasn't engaging in that wild behavior he was address he was having to address a large group because footage came out of basically a whole section of the dining room area where you got two or three sisters standing up on chairs, you got one standing up on the couch, you got another one just twerking. So from the angle, he's really addressing that group. And it just comes across as if he's yelling at the whole restaurant, kind of like how you got two or three bad kids in your elementary school class. We all had them. And because of they because of the fact that they've been acting up, the teacher winds up yelling at the whole classroom. But even with that, I feel like he was setting the tone, which means not only am I going to yell at the ones that's acting up, but for anybody that thinks it's cute. I'm basically putting this out there so that you know that uh, I don't play that because what happened is when he decided after a while to try to tell these sisters to stop, some of them got rebellious and decided to get up again. And when they got up again, some of the sisters that were not up dancing were cheering and applauding them like as if to applaud the rebelliousness. And I feel like that's very immature because nine times out of 10, if you're going to a place like his that's serving alcohol and serving food and might even have somewhat of a little bit of a price tag on it, nine times out of 10, you're probably 25 and up. And if you're 25 or older, you're mature enough to know that number one, you're not supposed to do something after someone has asked you nicely not to do it. And you also know not to be co-signing and instigating that behavior. So shame on the ones that engaged in the behavior and shame on the ones that instigated it and applauded. You're not bold enough to get up and do it, but you want to live vicariously through the ones that are bold enough to do it. And that is lame. You say, Louis Black, how would you have reacted? Uh, I would have reacted the same way and... I hate to say it, I am not holier than thou, and that brother is better than me, because that brother went back three or four different times very nicely and told them to chill out. The way my temper is set up is what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a verbal warning once. I'm going to warn you once, 
to chill out. Then, the second time, I'm going to come and I'm going to let you know, hey, I told you to chill out. If you keep on going, I'm going to have to get y'all up out of here and you will not come back again. The third time is when I'm going to go off into his mode. So he gave them about two or three more chances than I would have. By the third time, I'm going off and I'm not going to take the time to try to teach you something that your daddy should have taught you. So I'm not going to sit up here and give this epic speech that needs to be in somebody's movie. It's going to be, get the hell up out of here. Um, I've got surveillance. I'm kind of making notes on who was sitting where. And you will not be allowed in this establishment anymore. Security, show the dough. And that's going to be that. And I'll be the bad guy. Because I understand where the brother is coming from. We have a lot being held against us with the way that we are looked at and the way that we are viewed in society. So I'm not saying that we have to walk around and be uptight. I'm not saying that we can't have fun, but we need to know that it's a time and a place for everything. Because just like it'll be a restaurant that's really not conducive to twerking and all this and that, you sisters, and I have to get on you sisters, you don't, you want to sit up here and that's where you decide that you want to make it a party. But yet, these are the same sisters that when you actually go to a full-blown nightclub where you're supposed to be dancing and juking and twerking and sweating, these are the same ones that are stand by the bar and frown their nose up at everybody and just stare at their phones or just stand up against the wall. When you're in an environment where you're supposed to be dancing and getting down for the crown, you don't want to dance. But when you're in an environment where you're not supposed to dance, that's when you want to dance. When you're in an environment that's not conducive to you sitting up and speaking out on social issues and being all militant, that's when you want to become sister soldier. That's when you want to act like Angela Davis. That's when all of a sudden you want to just be so black power, right? But when there's a protest an organized protest and it's time to speak out on these things that's when some of you sisters and that's why I'm addressing so if it don't apply let it fly but that's when some of you what I call inappropriate sisters that's when y'all decide all of a sudden to turn it into a twerk contest that's when y'all decide to break out your bluetooth speaker and turn it into a party The moral of this episode, if you don't get anything else, is that it's a time and a place for everything. One of the reasons why I feel like this brother needs to stay on top of things is because as an establishment, it's real easy for you to rent out a building, make it look real nice, have everything looking fly, and it's real easy for everything to turn ghetto and raggedy. Very easy to go from fly to dry. Now what's hard is for your establishment to turn and to be labeled as ghetto and then for you to try to turn things around and turn it upscale. That's hard. Just like it's hard, it's easy to go from beautiful to ugly, but it is a lot of work trying to go from ugly to beautiful. So I feel where the brother is coming from. 
as far as that. Because you don't, you're already in downtown Dallas. So it's easy. Because you're, you're not that far from South Dallas. All of my Dallas residents know what I'm talking about. So it's very easy to get caught up in that stigma. I'm going to give you some of my suggestions that I would give to this brother if I were able to meet up with him or maybe catch up on his social media or send him a message would be, I understand the direction that you're trying to go, so you may want to do a few things. You may want to implement maybe some type of dress code, like maybe a, I wish I could say church dress code, but in 2020, it's come as you are. So a lot of people, if they say, you know, church dress code, they'd be like, well, please, when I go to church, I wear jeans and t-shirts. I wear jeans and polos. And I'm thinking maybe even still, I'm thinking maybe kind of a, a dress code of what would you wear if you was going to church with your mama? So maybe kind of a dress code of, okay, we can do jeans, but you know, brothers, we need y'all to wear like a button up or a polo. And we would like for you to wear a nice dress shoe. Uh, ladies, we would like for y'all to come in classy church attire, like, you know, maybe like a nice dress, stuff like that. Maybe kind of give it the same dress code that a grown and sexy nightclub would have and either a get rid of that dj and replace him with a piano player that's just going to play some cool little piano music in the background or if you want to keep that dj because that's your boy and you're trying to like most brothers you're trying to put on as many people as you can um lose the twerking music i'm thinking maybe you know Maybe focus on some neo-soul stuff, you know, some music soul child, some some Sade, some Jill Scott, some Erica Badu, some um, I think that dude's name is Cam or Kim, the one with uh, Love Calls Your Name, you know, some of that stuff, you know, some Anthony Hamilton. You know, if you are going to throw in some rap, maybe some cool little Talib Kweli, some most deaf, some conscious music, something where the only thing you can do is just sit back and just lay back and vibe off of the music and eat your food. Leave the party music out. And that right there is a good hood rap repellent. After a while, when people see that that's the type of environment, they're not going to want to go. They're going to want to go places where they can be ratchet. A, a rule of thumb is when people are spending their money, a lot of times people want to spend their money at places where they can be themselves. And if you're trying to get a certain crowd, you're not going to be able to get everybody to conform to the type of crowd that you're trying to get. So you need to make your type of environment to where if you're this type of person, you don't want to be here because you can't be yourself. But if you are that type of person, you can be here because you can be yourself. Also, my peoples, let's show the same respect up in our spots that we would show up in the other spots. Because a big point that I made, and it just shows that I'm such a great mind, and a lot of people think like me without me having to get these ideas from other people, is I said, like, hey, these same sisters wouldn't act like that at Red Lobsters. They wouldn't act like that at Ruth Chris. They wouldn't act like that at certain establishments. But you get up in a brother's spot, and all of a sudden you want to turn it into Coyote Ugly. That's not cool. Now, with that said, I want to leave y'all with a statement that this uh, brother left on social media in response to the backlash that he was getting.
All right. Thanks for the post. I appreciate your comments and will share a bit more. There were three tables that had been spoken to about twerking. They were approached very politely less than 10 minutes before. Despite this, the last young woman decided to stand in our booth seats, place her hands against the glass windows and start twerking on the glass. Enough was enough for not only that lady, but for the three tables of women who were the only ones in our restaurant to act this way. As for the music, we created True for it to be a place music could be enjoyed while we sit and eat. No song played is excuse to stand on our furniture and do what this lady did. There are places for this, and True is not one. As for my delivery, I can assure you I was a gentleman earlier, but my nice words weren't respected. True will be for some and not all, and this is okay. Wow. Looks like basically what I just spoke about really just coincides with what this brother just said during his social media statement. When you know better, do better. And we need to support our businesses. And not only do we need to support our businesses with our dollars, we need to support our businesses with our actions. I'm not trying to say good behavior like as if we're kids, like as if you're there and you can't use any profanity or speak freely with your people that you came with or whatever, whatever. You can't get up and mingle with other folks. But just that behavior right there, unacceptable. The brother nipped it in the bud. Kevin Kelly, you have my support. You know, I would love to send that brother a cash app for something, but between him being a lawyer and owning two restaurants, I don't think he's hurting. I don't think that the uh, thought culture will be strong enough on this one to cancel him. But what I will do is, since he's in Dallas and I'm in Dallas, when I am able to, on a weekend when I'm off, I will go by and eat at his place and support his business. With that said, that's been another episode of the Lewis Says Black Show. Like always, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lewis Says Black, Facebook, Lewis Says Black, YouTube, Black Legacy Entertainment. And as always, check out my brother from the Cuban Cigar Crisis, Buco Radio. Just type that in and check that out for your own. And also check out my boy I as in Isaac, R as in Ralph, M as in Mary Films. I-R-M, I-R-M Films on YouTube. I've got some stuff with him and he's got some very good content that he's been putting out. A good brother that's doing his thing with the short films out here in Dallas. I've always told that brother he's going to be the next Spike Lee. So definitely check him out. And just be safe out here and keep your head on the swivel. I'm out, y'all. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. 
hop on top. I wanna ride. I do a kegel, rollin' inside. Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes. Pussy is wet, come take a dive. Tie me up like I'm surprised. That's role play. I wear disguise. I want you to park that Big Mac truck right in this little garage. Make it cream, make me scream. I don't public, make the scene. I don't cook. I don't clean, but let Aye. me tell you, I got Aye. this ring. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side of me. Quit yeah. jump out for you, let it get inside of me. I tell yeah. them where to put it, never tell them where I'm about to be. I run down on them before I have a nigga running me. Talk your shit, fight your dip. Yeah. Ask for a call while you ride that dick. Why you really ain't never got him fucking for a thing. He already made his mind up before he came. Now get your boots, hang your coat. Fuck this wet ass pussy. He bought a phone just for pictures of this wet ass pussy. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet ass pussy. Now make it rain if you wanna see. Some wet ass yeah. pussy. Look, I need a hard hit, I need a deep stroke, I need a handy drink, I need a weed smoke. Not a garden snake, I need a king cobra with a hook in it. Hope it lead over. He got some money, then that's where I'm headed. Pussy A1, just like his credit. He got a beer, well, I'm trying to wet it. I let him taste now, he diabetic. I don't wanna spit, I wanna go, I wanna gag, I wanna choke. I want you to touch that little dangly thing that's swinging the back of my throat. My hacking is fire, Punani the sun, he is going and drying, it's coming outside, yeah. I run yeah. that thing, now the cuz behind me, I spit on his mic and I hit you. Yana, I'm a freak bitch, handcuffs, leashes, switch my wig, make him feel like he cheat tan, put him on his knees, give him something to believe in, never lost a fight, but I'm looking for a beat, in the food chain, I'm the one that eat you, if he ate my ass, he's a bottom feeder, big D stand for big demeanor, I can make you bust before I ever meet you, if it don't hang, then he can't bang, you can't hurt my feelings, but I like pain, if he fuck me and ask who's is it, when I ride the dick, I'ma spell my name, yeah, 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 you fucking with some wet ass pussy. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. Give me everything you got for this wet ass pussy. Now from the top, make it drop. That's some wet ass pussy. Now get a bucket and a mop. That's some wet ass pussy. I'm talking wop, wop, wop. That's some wet ass pussy. Macaroni in a pot. That's some wet ass pussy. Huh.